This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. All right, thanks, Scott Shannon. Happy Monday. Thank you for being with us. 800-941-SEAN. You want to be a part of the program. Uh, so we waited all day Friday. It didn't happen until after the show. Uh, where Elon Musk uh, put out the information regarding what was going on inside of Twitter. Um, and he did this through a, a journalist uh, and that used to work for Rolling Stone. That's neither here nor there. Uh, part of this story is very, very simple, basic, and fundamental. And another part, you really have to get into the weeds to understand it. The general conclusion I have is you have to put a couple of things together to really understand it, and when you do, it becomes clear as day. And that is we've now had two presidential election cycles in a row where the FBI and the top brass at the FBI have put their thumbs on the scale in favor of the Democratic Party. Now, I want to start on Saturday and work our way back to Friday um, because on Saturday, Elon Musk opened up Twitter and started taking calls from from people on Twitter. Uh, and he said, without a doubt, this was election interference. When you shut down opposition voices, it is by its very definition election interference. You know, talked about how the, the, the you know, the acting propaganda media mob is is basically the press office, the extension of the press office for the Democratic Party. And, and why he's doing this, because he wants to expose Twitter 1.0 so they can have more transparency, more honesty, a real free speech forum headed down in the future. And anyway, here's part of uh, Elon Musk taking, taking calls on Saturday. I was just wondering if all, all accounts that were requested to have things taken down by the DNC and by the Biden campaign even ones that have nothing to do with the Hunter Biden laptop, if they will also be released? Yes, um, the uh, intent is to release uh, all the files. You know, this is like whatever, Stasi files or um, you know, Truth and Reconciliation, like Nelson Mandela would say, you know, it's, it's if you want reconciliation, there must be truth. So um, that's that's the intent here. intent here is to just make it make it clear what was happening and provide transparency about the past and in doing so to build trust about the future. Um, he was just curious if you've faced any pressure so far since releasing the Twitter files. Um, I mean, I face pressure all the time, so it's kind of it would be like, what's the, what's the differential in pressure before and after? Because uh, I, I don't, but I'm not, <laughs> I haven't seen it yeah, I don't know. I, maybe there's pressure, but I, I might just not be feeling it because I just, just every day is a high pressure situation. The media 
you know, especially the media that downplayed uh, and censored the whole Hunter Biden story is now trying to downplay your release. Um, obviously, because they are under fire as well, right? Because they have been exposed by this, uh, by this release. What do you want to say to them? What do you want to say to the media that is trying to turn this into a nothing burger? Well, they're trying to turn it into a nothing burger because they were complicit in deceiving the American public. Um, and so rather than admit that they, they lied to the public, they're trying to pretend that this is a nothing burger, obviously. To anyone looking at it, it's, that, that's clearly what happened. Um, so, yeah, I mean, shame on them. You are basically exposing collusion between a political party and uh, in, in one uh, file that was released, it was even uh, called the Biden team contacting uh, Twitter. I mean, that is uh, election interference, isn't it? Yeah, it, yeah I mean, I, it, it, clearly, <laughs> if, if, if Twitter is doing one team's bidding before an election, shutting down dissenting voices um, on a pivotal election, that is the very definition of election interference. I mean, what the hell else would you... Of course, it's like, yes. Um, you know, that, that frankly, Twitter was acting like an arm of the Democratic National Committee. It was absurd. Twitter acting as an arm of the Democratic National Committee. I mean, think there's a lot that he packed into these statements here and how the media, yeah, okay, they want to turn this into a nothing burger because they are complicit in lying to you, the American people. I mean, they're, they're the propaganda arm of the Democratic Party. And he, and he promises he will release all other files. And when you shut down dissenting voices, it is by its very definition, election interference and, and all the, the Biden team contact. Uh, uh, et cetera, et cetera. Um, you know, one first, let me just say this about Elon Musk. I have, I don't think he's a conservative. I think he's like a common sense guy. And, you know, I, I kind of identify more because conservatism, not because I want to be part of a group, but conservatism, those principles when it applied work. And I like things that work. You know, it's simple to be a conservative. You, you want less government, not more government. You want lower taxes, not higher taxes. I think government spends too much and taxes too much. Uh, you want simple, basic, fundamental things like peace through strength, a tough, kick-ass military that can defeat any foe. Uh, you believe in law and order and safety and security so people can pursue happiness. Uh, you want a real education when you send your kids to school. Uh, you think it's wise to be energy independent, not dependent on countries that don't like us for the lifeblood of the world's economy. You believe in secure borders and legal immigration, not illegal immigration. Uh, you want people that are constitutionalists on the bench. Th th these are not complicated principles. But, but I don't see him as ideological in any sense. But he's, he's a fascinating figure in as much as he's a dreamer. He's sort of like one of the... You know, the men that built America is like a modern day version of it. When you take into account, you know, this is a guy that has developed an electric car. This is a guy that, you know, is is fascinatingly interested in the in space, et cetera, et cetera. Obviously very bright, but also, you know, clings to a degree of wanting truth in whatever form it comes in. And and he's not playing favorites here. Now, where you have to sort of connect the dots here is in this part of it, is that the FBI, we now know, 
had been having weekly meetings uh, as to with all of these big tech companies, warning these big tech companies about the, quote, hack and leak operations. And in other words, the potential for foreign influence in our elections. Okay, that's fair. And if you look at the excuses when when they finally released all this on Friday, one of the main things they reasons that caused them to pause in terms of allowing the dissemination of this information from the New York Post story is because they were worried was this potentially hacked. That fell apart even by their own acknowledgement very very quickly. We'll get to James Baker's involvement, the same James Baker during the Russia hoax that was the general counsel of the FBI. But what was really fascinating, and this is where we really need to get to the bottom of things. You've got the media component of this, which is they were complicit. They wanted Joe Biden to win desperately. They didn't want Trump to win. They knew that this would be explosive. So they did everything in their power to hide it from the American people. And only, if you remember, only when it became really, really super apparent, all of it was true. Oh, maybe we might have not quite gotten it right at the time. They knew for the longest period of time that the Hunter laptop story was true. But now we now we get to the issue, though, the FBI, because the FBI was warning not only Twitter, but other big tech companies like Facebook, et cetera. They were having weekly meetings before the 2020 election, warning all of these big tech companies to be on the outlook out to be looking out for, quote, hack and leak operations and uh, by by state actors involving maybe Hunter Biden, et cetera. Now, why is that important? Because the FBI for almost a year had this laptop and did nothing with it. Now, we all know that there's low hanging fruit in terms of crimes that are obvious you know, using crack cocaine on videotape, that's obviously breaking the law, uh, hiring uh, hookers to the extent that Hunter Biden did, and a lot of that being on videotape. Yeah, that that's part of it as well. Uh, and they've done nothing with it, though, from the beginning. They would have been able to figure this out in probably less than three weeks had they put their attention towards it, but they were too busy hating on Donald Trump to ever want to do anything that that involved as it relates to Biden, because they too have their own media bias here. And this is what Jim Jordan's Judiciary Committee is going to look into. And that is, is the FBI politicized? And have we weaponized the Department of Justice? But the warnings were so specific. New York Post had a great article about this, that Twitter immediately censored the Post scoop about Hunter Biden's laptop, citing their, quote, hack materials policy. and by the way, rightly described now by Elon Musk as election interference. They had, no, they had no information that backed that up at all whatsoever, except that the FBI was trying to influence them on any negative story that would have come out about Joe Biden. Anyway, to me, that's the extraordinary revelation that for the first time kind of exposes how the FBI was involved in sort of doing what the New York Post called the pre-bunking of the story of the laptop. They knew the laptop existed. And they also knew because of, at the time, I think it was after the point that they had gone after Rudy Giuliani, so they had information that there were conservatives that were aware of Hunter Biden's laptop. I don't remember at what point I was offered it. My lawyer would not allow me to take it because of things that we were told may exist on it. And having it in my possession would not be 
that's a good for a good legal position for me to be in. But anyway, um, the FBI, by the way, so I was told in these meetings that the intelligence community expected that individuals associated with political campaigns would be subject to hacking attacks uh, and that that material obtained and those hacking attacks would likely be disseminated over social media platforms, including Twitter, uh, said this guy Roth that's in 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 charge of all of this, which I'll get to in a second on him, too. Um, but anyway, I learned in these meetings that there were rumors that a hack and leak operation would involve Hunter Biden. Problem is, they're hearing that from the FBI. The FBI has the laptop. The FBI's had it for a long enough period of time that they easily could have authenticated it uh, because you have Hunter's uh, pictures all over it and you have Hunter's email all over it. So the FBI warning Facebook also to be on high alert for a dump of Russian propaganda. In other words, that they put their, their thumb on the scales of the election. And it's not the first time, because in 2016, if you recall, look at the timeline. Bruce Orr says, don't use that dossier, that Russian disinformation dossier. It's op research. It's paid for by Hillary. It's not reliable. It's not verified. In early October 2016, the FBI flies across the pond. They meet with Christopher Steele. Christopher Steele's offered a million dollars. Christopher Steele could never get his million dollars because he could never corroborate the now debunked dossier but by the end of october in spite of not being able to verify it they swore before a fisa court signed by james comey himself that in fact it was verified and that was one of four fisa applications <clears throat> using the bulk of information from hillary's bought and paid for russian dossier well that influenced the 2016 election just didn't quite get hillary over the hump the way they thought it would just like they gave Hillary a break on top secret and classified information all over her servers. That's why they didn't go after her for obstruction of the, you know, with, by destroying 33,000 emails with bleach bit and destroying devices with hammers and removing SIM cards. That's why when you hear about the Mar-a-Lago raid, you got to roll your eyes and say, well, they didn't do it to Hillary. Why are they going to do it to Donald Trump? You see where we're going here? This is extraordinarily dangerous to this country. And Elon Musk is is doing a great service by exposing it problem is is there's is not a whole lot we can do about it now i'll get to that too all right listen if you want a good night's sleep you're going to love all things my pillow uh mike lindell's company i've been telling you about the giza dream sheets it's made from the world's best cotton giza the softest sheets you'll ever sleep on breathable and durable and right now the giza dream sheets are at their lowest price ever Coming in as low as $29.99 with the promo code Hannity when you go to the Sean Hannity Square at MyPillow.com. They have other deep discounts on other great MyPillow products that will help you fall asleep faster, stay asleep longer like they do me. Uh, when you go to MyPillow.com, Sean Hannity Square. Now remember, every MyPillow product has a 10-year warranty. And now for the holiday season, they are extending their 60-day money-back guarantee. And if you place your order between now and Christmas... Well, that money-back guarantee will be extended until March 1st, 2023. You can call and mention my name, 800-919-6090, or just go to MyPillow.com, Sean Hannity Square. Those products arrive, and all that sleep you've been wanting and needing and craving and desiring and the sleep you deserve will be yours.